When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Wales going off in the crowd. Oh, anyway, one all. Yeah, that match is finished. Uh, one all. And it's a perfect segue to our chat with Andrew Howe, who's the author of the Encyclopedia of Socceroos Centenary Edition. Updated to include all the Socceroos that are in Qatar right at the moment. We'll be playing at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. Andrew, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Pat Neils. Uh, now, mate, you might have to send a copy of this wonderful tome of yours to uh, the French team because apparently they don't know one of the Socceroos. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we, we can take advantage of that. Yeah, look, um, yeah, the, thanks for, uh, for mentioning the book there, uh, the Encyclopedia of the Socceroos. Look, it's a big year for the Socceroos. It's obviously we are in the World Cup, less than 24 hours for our first game. Um, but this is a 100th year anniversary of the, nation, the men's national team mm. now. First games, yeah, in, 100 years ago in, in, um, against New Zealand. Had a wonderful centenary celebration of that match up in Brisbane. Uh, or up for me, uh, in, in yep. Brisbane a, a couple of months ago to celebrate that that um, big milestone um, for the national team. I was so pleased that they did get a match on, and there was an away game too, wasn't there, in, yeah. in New Zealand. So I'm really pleased they did That's that. Right. It's a, a great initiative. How, how yep. big was the update to the centenary book for you, Andrew, with the, the newest of players representing? Yeah, it was huge. So almost 1,000... Men have played for the uh, national team over the last 100 years. Um, so this Encyclopedia of Socceroos, uh, thanks to Fair Play Publishing, you can just uh, Google it, I guess, if you, if you want to um, have a look at where to get it. Encyclopedia of Socceroos, first edition came out four years ago in line with the 2018 World Cup. Yep. Uh, we had um, around 600 A international players at the time to talk about, to write about. In the meantime, I've not only updated the book to have... Uh, records for the updated players, including the uh, the 26-man um, squad playing in Qatar. What I've also done is I've added biographies for the 320 or so non-A international players. So men who have played for Australia over the years in uh, international games, but not official games. Yes. And there's this amazing collection of, of, of players. And in terms of where they've come from, from around the world, we often think... Um, you know, 80, 90 years ago, we had a very monocultural mono Australia, or at least a very British Australia. But, but players were coming, were, were born in all parts of the world who ended up playing for the uh, the men's national team back then, including a lot of uh, Queenslanders or men who ended up settling in Queensland. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's um, almost 300,000 words um, in the book about these, uh, these almost 1,000 players. Take us back to those original migrant players, you know, like 100 years ago. Did they yeah. sound like they were good or did the, the really good footballers stay in the UK, for example, in Ireland, Scotland? 
there was, a, well, look, a, a good um, number, because people migrate for, for various reasons. So look, if you wanted to be a full-time pro back then, um, and you were living in, in the UK, you were uh, more likely to stay there, of yes. course. But um, yeah, um, these, these um, migration and um, the lure of, um, you know, the, the, uh, of a new lifestyle in Australia led a lot of these, those players to come out here. The first A international captain, actually, um, Alec Gibb, uh, born in, in Ireland to Scottish parents, he settled in Ipswich, and he was our first captain. Okay. He's captain number one, um, played in, in the 1920s uh, for, uh, for Australia, obviously, and, and a host of Ipswich-based clubs. And, yeah, Queensland, it's, it's, it's really fascinating, actually, um, how... Um, strong the Queensland contingent was in those first mm. uh, two or three decades, um, especially players based from Ipswich. I, I, um, I, I, I like to look at the representation of players compared to the populations of their their their, um, their population centres. Yes. Ipswich actually holds in all time the number of soccerers per head. Ipswich has. Um, the all-time highest number of Socceroos per really? head when you factor in those, yeah, those players from the early decades. So, some wonderful history there, uh, wonderful traditions um, in Ipswich and, and all of Queensland in terms of um, those Socceroo players. In terms of World Cup, we know about '74, but our most successful was was '06, wasn't it? When we when we got through to the next stage. Yeah, yeah, hard to forget if you're a fan. Um, that qualification to get into to 2006, uh, and yeah, look, talk about the um, players coming from overseas. By that time, most, you know, or 95% of us, of the Australian players were Australian-born. Um, but on the back of the second-generation um, uh, migrants from from the 60s, especially, um, so what we had in 2006 were a lot of players with the with the Croatian background, who yeah, on the backbone of that. Um, Amazing team that not only got us to our first men's World Cup in 32 years, but um, got us to a very close to a, a um, or the quarterfinal round after that that game against Italy, where we mm. yeah, where we uh, we lost in the in the last few minutes. Uh, but yeah, did really well in 2006, um, unexpectedly. I guess that's the thing as well. We weren't really expecting to to go far in 2006, and and we we did well. 2010, we actually got the same number of points in the group stage, four points, but not enough to get through to that that knockout stage uh, in 2010. And yeah, look, struggled again. Uh, 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 struggled on the field um, in, in terms of results over the previous two World Cups. Uh, and here we are in, in, in 2022 with a, our sixth Men's World Cup. Uh, yeah, kicking off against France. Now we played against France in the World Cup Four years ago, yeah, um, and we got close. We were one all for a while, and then and an own goal conceded about ten minutes to go uh, to to lose that two two one. So we we um we held on pretty well against the French four years ago. So hopefully we do the same tomorrow morning. Now you're a stats man. Dissect this group for us. I mean, as you said, we've got the reigning world champions, and that comes tomorrow morning. Uh, we've got mm-hmm. Denmark and Tunisia. So. Do we think four points will be enough? You know, do we? You know, do yeah. they target Tunisia as the win match and try and hold either France or Denmark to a draw? Yeah, that, that's that's the go. It sounds like you should be on the 
coaching pony at yourself. <laughs> was there? Yeah, look, no, look, it's it's certainly the go where where um there's there's no argument that uh, a lot of our team haven't really been playing as 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 often as you'd like. You'd, you'd like to have a lot of um, action for the players leading into the the games. Um, and a goalkeeper Matt Ryan is um was has only had a handful of games for his, yeah. his um, Danish club. Yeah, but um, yeah, so look, a point against France, and yeah, Tunisia um, on Saturday night uh, looms as the as the match where we're um, aiming to, to to win it, and and perhaps we'll put a put a couple more players in in um, the attack there. Um, have just the one player up front tonight. Uh, tomorrow morning, Duke maybe uh, to to really um, focus on on not conceding. Um, and then, yeah, the, the final game against Denmark. Um, look, we have pretty good records against the three teams. I mean, France have come close. Uh, actually beat France uh, a few years ago. Uh, just lost, as I say, four years ago. Tunisia um, had a good win against Tunisia when we first played them a couple of decades ago now, I guess. Uh, and the Danes have got a fairly equal record as mm. well. So, yeah, four points, I guess that's that's the hope, isn't it? Um uh, a close game, obviously a draw would be a great start to, tomorrow morning. Uh, but yeah, look, I'm sounding pessimistic here. We're, we're, <laughs> and back to the wall with with that the the spirit that Arnie's um, Graham Arnold's got with the team, and um, yeah, just just the um, just the, the the grittiness of of the players that Arnie selected um, will, will surely get us close, if not that um, that. Uh, Quarter of points to get to the the second round stage. Yes, and hopefully four is enough. Um, Andrew, you say you're a statistician and an author. I saw you on YouTube, and you're very impressive. Twelve out of fifteen answers right from very obscure <laughs> questions on football. Um, uh, is is this your full time job, or or is it another area oh, of statistics you you your career is in? Yeah, good question. So I'm my it's, it's a hobby for me, yeah, all this wow. um, football statistical work. But I've essentially been Football Australia's um, honorary statistician, statistician since 1999. So look, it's my role to yeah. to, um, to, uh, to be the custodian of the of the national team, national league statistics, uh, write media guides, and so forth. Uh, my day job is actually with the Australian Bureau of Statistics yes. as a demographer. Um, I thought it might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So stats by day and stats by night. He's, I reckon they'd me. be checking your hard drive, mate. <laughs> that, your bosses would be going, he's not doing Bureau stuff today. He's doing football, free football stuff. <laughs> it's um, managed to, to split the, the work well. Uh, it's um, weeks like these, we've got a, a major work conference in, uh, in uh, this week. Um, <laughs> Make the juggling between the two passions um, a, a bit difficult, but yeah, yeah. The um, uh, so yeah, so the day job involves um, working on on demography, on migration patterns, and and how we um, okay. move around it to get that best uh, uh, estimate of, of the number of people in the country. Uh, and yeah, a lot of um, statistical work with the the men's and the women's national teams and national league teams, A League. Men is and women has kicked off this season with pre- pretty promising starts in terms of um, you know after a couple of mm. challenging years for um, for the game in in Australia. Good stuff. All right. Well, always plenty of buzz around the Matildas as well. But this one's the Encyclopedia of the Soccer Centenary Edition updated. 
to uh, include every player involved in this campaign with Graham Arnold and his team in Qatar in 2022. Andrew, thanks for chatting to us. Uh, we all, I think all of us are going to have uh, the matchsticks holding up the eyes over the next uh, couple of weeks, but uh, let's hope it's a successful campaign for the Aussies and it starts tomorrow. Thanks, Andrew. Cheers, guys. Andrew Howe, <laughs> like numbers. <laughs> right. That's and all he, he does. He hasn't yeah. even started the Matildas yet. He's got to do a centenary. Well, I wonder how long the Matildas go back. Is it close to 100 years or not? And then if he really wants to punish himself, he can go to the Wallabies. You have 300 players each year to put in there. So just repeating those scores from overnight, 6-2 England over Iran in an emotional match. Uh, Netherlands, 2-0 over Senegal. And USA led for the bulk of their game against Wales, 1-0 against Wales before Gareth Bale has put uh, through a penalty shot uh, in the 82nd minute to equalise it. And that's the way they stayed after the best part of 10 minutes of uh, extra time. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.